Namaskar. First of all, happy Diwali to everybody. I, I should not say Diwali. I should say happy Deepavali to everybody because the way I understand it, it is Deepavali, festival of lights. Of course, some can say that Diwali is a conjugation of Dia and Avali. It, to each their own. So uh, advanced greetings of uh, the Deepavali festival to everyone. Today is Dr. Swami Knight, Ask Swami, and we are going to talk about a very interesting development that is happening in the northeast of India, and that is the chicken neck, all chicken's neck, all the uh, activity around that. And uh, to understand a little bit more about the security implications and the readiness of India to fight, uh, let us welcome Dr. Subramanian Swami, former law, justice, and commerce minister, and currently a Rajya Sabha member. Dr. Swami, Namaskar, and welcome to P. Guru's channel. Namaskaram. Namaskaram. Um, Dr. Swami, I'm going to set the context first by showing, uh, sharing with you a map of the uh, chicken snack area of India, also called as Siliguri Corridor. And uh, there, uh, sir, on your screen, you can see the thing there. Now, according to a subject matter expert, uh, uh, China has occupied part of Bhutan. Basically, Bhutan has sold it. And, and somehow they tried to cover it up. But now satellite pictures have shown that uh, part of Bhutan belongs to China. So given that, uh, and given the fact that chicken snake might be 24 kilometers, the terrain may be a little bit difficult. But would China be able to come directly down and cut India into two by joining with Bangladesh, sir. That is another challenge that we are looking at. Sir, your comments, because you've been, uh, you, you, you are a Rajya Sabha member, you are definitely privy to much more insights into what is going on there. How ready is India? India doesn't have to go defend. The, the, the war is coming to India the way I'll see it, sir. War is already here. Because the Chinese have occupied Indian territory in uh, Ladakh. And why I'm saying occupied Indian territory is because in 1993, we had an agreement, which was literally the outcome of my first visit and meeting Tsang Xiaoping and laying the foundations of how we should proceed. And uh, on that basis, in 1993, Nasima Rao's government uh, drew up a... Uh, uh, a pact, uh, maintain, maintenance of uh, existing situations, uh, saying that whatever whatever is the present ground situation, according to that, we'll have a temporary map and try and solve many other problems and then come back to solving this more difficult problem at the end. That was the original idea. And uh, that grew because uh, we had very good relations with China and uh, right up to 2013, when uh, the Chinese quietly walked into Depsang. From 2014 to 2020, uh, 2019 to be exact, uh, Mo uh, Modi and Xi Jinping had 18 one-to-one -one meetings. Now I'm giving you this background because I want you to, uh, to explain that China's mind is clear, our mind is not clear. And today's position to say the Chinese perfidy and all that, well, you've been sleeping and uh, what do you expect? Uh, somebody sees you with goodies, uh, he'll take it away while you're asleep. 
in uh, uh, Ladakh, which is on this side of the LAC, the LAC was drawn not on the whose uh, land is this and whose land is that, but this is the existing position till we come to a settlement. This will be the temporary line. The, the same LAC exists for Arunachal, the northern border of Arunachal, which is more or less the uh, old uh, British line. Uh, so um, uh, uh, now the Chinese have crossed the LAC. Come, uh, Depsang is already there. Now they are got more territory. They, they had a clash with us in Galwan, which is also uh, across the LAC in our territory. And uh, they are now seem to be preparing to take over the only military airport in Ladakh, which is Tushul. They are very near it. So we are being in denial. The Prime Minister said, Koi aaya nahi. There is nobody came. And uh, he has not even today condemned the Chinese. He has, in fact, gone to have BRICS meetings with them and uh, Shanghai Cooperation uh, Organization meetings with them. Uh, we are uh, their exports to India are continuing the same booming way. So uh, the Chinese are looking at India and thinking these people don't mind if we help ourselves to large chunks of India. So today. Uh, they have already demonstrated that they can come into uh, Uttarakhand. They went, came recently, blew up a few bridges in Uttarakhand and then went back. Then uh, they have uh, in the middle, uh, uh, they, uh, in Uttar Pradesh border, they have a piece. They crossed that and then went back nearby Raich. And then uh, Nepal, uh, for whatever reasons, our fault, their fault, whatever, but Nepal, the Chinese are in big presence there. Bhutan, which has been always traditionally with India, in fact, until um, uh, maybe 2012 or something, they had a, a, a treaty from 1949, which in fact said that the foreign policy of uh, Bhutan will be the foreign policy of India. The other way around. Huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understood. Understood. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you are talking about what's happening in that uh, chicken neck, as you call it. All right. That chicken neck is uh, China can approach it from Tibet with Sikkim on one side, Bhutan on another side. And Bhutan has cooperated to provide them with a load, with a road. So the Chinese are busy preparing the road. And they have come to the borders of Bagdogra, which is Indian territory. And from there, about maybe uh, 13, 14 kilometers down. Yes, there you are. You yeah. can see Bhutan in yellow uh, and uh, in dark yellow. And Sikkim, I think, is in uh, light uh, yellow. Right. That V-shaped thing, yeah, uh, that part of the land is Tibet. And they come through that. And then Bangladesh is there. So once they connect with Bangladesh, whether Bangladesh likes it or not, uh, they have effectively cut off land con connections with Northeast and create a huge scare. So they're, they're working according to a plan. Now, what you are, uh, what are we doing? We are not going to give a running commentary here in our 
thing. We want to know what to do. And if you don't know what to do, then at least find out why we have come this in this direction, in this situation. And the, uh, the re reason is that from 2014 to today, like 2004 to 2014, we were very casual. But China decided after 2013, now that is, this is the time to put India out of comparisons with China because we were also growing at 6-7% per year. They were also growing at 6-7% per year. Our IT was doing extremely well. People like um, uh, Sri Ayer and all were, you know, getting patents and, you know, impressing the Americans. Oh, these Indians, they're real smart guys. And uh, so... Uh, oh, that all this led to a situation where people were talking about three big countries, United States, India, and China, a triangle. Uh, both the three largest populations of the world are India, China, and the United States. The three largest GDP of the world is India, China, and the United States. And uh, three uh, largest... Uh, land masses are United States, China. India is not the third because people like Brazil and all are there. But in terms of effective land, fertile land, cultivable land, India is the third. So in fact, India is almost equal to China because China's cultivable land is a very small proportion. So although China is three times the size of India. So this was the uh, triangular situation. They didn't want that. And they're effectively going about demolishing it after coming to an assessment of meeting 18 times with Mr. Modi that he is more interested in atmospherics than in substantive thing. And that has been proved after the Chinese came and grabbed our territory in Depsang and had a battle royal with us in Galwan. And uh, and then I've been humiliating us in talks. And I don't know why we give, go into these talks. When you come in, somebody comes and sits on your chest. You don't talk to him. You knock him out and say, get up. I mean, get off. Uh, but we have been talking on, uh, and what? Not about uh, you taking away Aksai Chin, you have taken away Tibet. Not We are not talking about that. We are talking about, <laughs> please return our land. Sounds very pathetic. So the problem with India-China today, in conclusion, is that we have a mindset of a loser and they have a mindset of an aggressive, uh, um, you know, uh, aggressive country which wants to capture our territory. So this is in my introduction. Now you tell me what you'd like to discuss. Um, Dr. Swami, the, the overarching uh, concern here is, uh, could you have the second graphic, please? Uh, it's coming up, Dr. Swami. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, I'll just describe it while the, the graphic comes up. Um, there is a high-speed train, a bullet train, yeah. that is now operational between Lhasa and Nyingchi, and then on its way to Chengdu. Nyingchi, Nyingchi. Ningchi, I stand corrected, sir. You are uh, you are the Chinese expert amongst the two of us. Ningchi. It's actually a Tibetan word. 
<laughs> oh, I see. Uh, now, now um, Ninchi is only 50 kilometers from Arunachal Pradesh border. So you have two sides that China can get egress into India. And the Lhasa to Ningchi was supposed to be uh, 400 kilometers and it can be now covered in three hours. There's a bullet train video. You guys can go and look it on YouTube and write the two letters, uh, destination Ningchi and Lhasa, you can see it. And they also have this bullet train going all the way up to Chengdu which is like mainstream, you know, it, it, it gets into the mainstream Chinese uh, territory there. Yeah, yeah, Sichuan province. It's the most, uh, one of the develop, most developed provinces of Most China. developed provinces. So this, this is also an additional threat in that they can move trip, troops quickly if they want to, uh, you know, really see once you cut off uh, India from the Northeast, then this is the way to come in. Your thoughts, sir? No, no, I agree. I mean, you see, uh, they are working systematically. What is your answer to all this? They are working like this. I, I had a meeting with the defense minister. I won't tell you when. Uh, and he admits all the things that I've said as factually correct. The issue that we have to put to the government is what is your countermeasure? China is doing this. China is doing this. The, we know that. The Chinese, uh, you know, uh, I'll tell you what the Chinese did. They shut down your electricity in Bombay through cyber warfare. I believe a very, 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 very senior military officer went about uh, two weeks ago to his office as usual. And when he went in and sat down in his desk, he found that his computer had been wiped clean. And uh, and uh, his uh, um, um, phone had suddenly gone off. It was all wiped out, and nobody else's uh, was uh, had the same problem. It was not some general electricity breakdown or or the computer breakdown, uh, so on. It was specifically that to deliver a message. So cyber warfare, China is making great progress. We are not, we are got brains, a lot of brains. We have brains in America and so on. But we have not done anything about it. Now, these are things that they are doing that you have pointed out, very, very important to point out. Let our people know that in all fronts, the Chinese are preparing for a major onslaught and hit India so hard that nobody henceforth will talk about it. India is any kind of equivalent of China or any um, match to China. So, therefore, what you are showing me is what we have seen of what you said in the earlier map, coming down, preparing for a situation where they cut uh, the whole of Northeast out by, you know, uh, cutting the uh, Bagdogra uh, area uh, before uh, above uh, yeah. Bangladesh, they will uh, Uttarakhand also, they can walk in. They have shown that they can. They have walked in. They de demolished some of your villages. They can uh, come through Nepal into India. Uh, they, they have now, or now on top of that, which you know about but you have not said so far, they are encouraging the Pakistanis to start another front. 
I was coming. And to, there have been number of services yeah. which you have not reporting. Yes, please go on. Yes, I was going to come to that. I wanted you to finish this one, and then the third one was that. Yeah, uh, no, no, it's all connected. You. Yes, absolutely. Okay, let me let me finish then. Let me finish. So I'm saying, what should India do? I'm not. I mean, uh, enough of criticism. What uh, what should India do? I know India won't do it, but what should India do? Why it won't do it? Also, I'll tell you later. First and foremost, decide one ally of yours who is in a position to give you weapons and has an international presence. And that's the United States. They came very enthusiastically to form a quad, and then we, we said we'll have the quad too, and we'll have the BRICS also, and we will go to the SEO also. And the Americans lost interest, and they have created one with their with the with the UK and uh, Australia in in uh, east in the pacific ocean and for india they said well we can discuss uh, uh, vaccines and uh, they created one more quad <laughs> to study vaccines and uh, climate change and uh, and hugging sessions were arranged so uh, first thing is please decide are you going to teach the Chinese a lesson so that forever we forget 1962 and the Chinese don't even want to remember 1962? Leave alone in 2021. Number one. And for that, what do you need? You don't need the Americans. You need their weapons. But the Americans say you can't take weapons from the Russians, uh, which is a stooge of the Chinese, and our weapons at the same time because then they will copy our weapons. They, you know, once they come here, they, they will come also for servicing S-400. Why are we so keen to do? The Americans have demonstrated what they have done to Turkey because Turkey was a NATO member. And they said, please give us an exception. They said, no. We have uh, our, uh, the Russians have delayed our delay, uh, uh, delivery of uh, S-400. But once S-400 comes and supposing the Americans put sanction on us, so the Chinese will be celebrating and we'll be totally defenseless. So please, step number one, make up your mind who your allies are and what is it that you lack. We lack only weapons. We don't lack manpower. We don't like, we don't like bravery. We, we don't like smartness. We, are, we have pl plenty of smartness and our chaps are all itching to go to fight. They are highly motivated, and but we have to give them weapons. Only one country can give that to you, the United States. United States, okay, says you fight the Chinese, that will be fighting our war. Uh, but, uh, you know, just can't, you can't play around with everybody, go to conferences with them. That is so, that clarity has to come. And then second, you build a ocean, uh, ocean base. Persuade the Indonesians, the Sri Lankans, and ourselves, and perhaps Maldives, and tell the Chinese you can't uh, cross Malacca Strait unless you pay us, like the Suez Canal, you pay us a fee. Control it. So these are the ways to build, you see. Knowing uh, where the Chinese are building and doing what they're doing, they're already there in Arunachal. They're in 22 positions in Arunachal. 
they have put in a uh, little, little piece. In the further east, the eastmost part of Arunachal, they have built a whole village where PLA people are living with their families. It's on our territory. But we are not making it public. We are not even willing to say that they are here. The Chinese are here. So this is the thing that we need most of all. Today, clarity. And clarity number one, which I would suggest, is make up a, make a decision to evict the Chinese, but don't do it like Jawaharlal Nehru, that I've given orders to the army to uh, throw the Chinese out with tennis shoes and <coughs> with the three not three rifles, which requires <laughs> loading every time. Yes, sir, I, I have operated it, sir. It has a massive backlash. If you don't hold it to your shoulder, you can break your collarbone. <laughs> yeah, and so that get the modern weapons, the F-50, uh, F-35 fighter jet from the Americans, get their, um, uh, you know, these bombs that they used in Afghanistan. Uh, cluster bombs, uh, you know, they get things which uh, the Americans will be happy to give you, but they want you to fight that war because they are not in a position to fight the Chinese with the manpower they have. We can, and our chaps are also itching to fight. So this is the focus I think I would like to see in this program from your side, rather than the uh, you know, um, the military commanders sitting over a table and pondering over a, a map. Yes, this is very important to know. I'm not, uh, what you have just shown, people should know. This is not only anymore Ladakh, it's all over. And uh, and it's also in the ocean. Uh, we, we, should, uh, we should see how we can develop a situation where the Chinese can be harassed. Their um, commercial traffic uh, you know, uh, interrupted. As I told you, Malacca Strait is one of them. Similarly, uh, we can uh, play havoc with the... If they are playing havoc with us in Tibet, we can play havoc also with them in several parts of China. So these are uh, some of the aspects which uh, need to be addressed, in my opinion. Uh, Dr. Swami, all good points, sir. And let me give you a little bit of a view from the American side. <coughs> America's submarine got damaged badly. What they were doing, were they were parked just outside the Hainan Island, where uh, one of the biggest nuclear submarine bases of China is located. They were waiting there, allegedly, watching to see and make sure that, you know, they, none of these subs leave the port. Because Chinese claimed that they can launch a, a ICBM nuclear missile if they want to from a submarine. So they, all claims... We don't know for truth whether it happens or not. The, yeah. the, the, so the, that that one, what happened was 13 sailors got damaged. And and U.S. had to quietly retreat. And they had to retreat quickly. So that is one, uh, you know, shot to the nose. Second thing that the Chinese did, they did two experiments of hypersonic technology. Once in July, once in August. And in the August, uh, the... the uh, uh, the target was missed by about 20 kilometers. Now, this is just a conventional warhead that they used in the uh, hypersonic missile. Essentially, for viewers who want to know what hypersonic is, is think of a low orbit satellite that is going rapidly around the, uh, the Earth. 
Now, a hypersonic missile can be launched from one of these satellites because it is traveling faster than the speed of sound. The reaction time is that much lesser. So today, the truth of the matter is the United States is behind in this hypersonic technology also. I'm sure India is also working on it. But all these things until tested and proven, you know, it's a, it's a matter of conjecture. So US is by itself now playing catch up. What more, what's a better time than now to join forces and say, let us teach this bully a lesson. So, so well, I, I'm they, all... no, no, you, you, you're addressing this to whom? The Americans are ready earlier. Yeah, they were ready earlier. They, we are it's India. Them. <laughs> Arjuna syndrome, sir. Arjuna syndrome. They, look, I, I'll ask you this question. Americans had said, we want to leave Afghanistan. Why don't you take it over? You've got huge civil service support. You're educated people. People uh, like India. They have been uh, gone to Indian universities. I mean, all the top leaders like, you know, who of Afghanistan. Amit Karzai and all that, yeah. Yeah, they were all educated. Amit Karzai was educated in a college in Simla. So, mm. uh, the, I know it myself because when I was commerce minister, when nobody even thought of going to Afghanistan because the uh, Russians had pulled out and Najibullah was there and they didn't know when they will come. So, uh, people were very nervous when I said, no, I'll go. I went to Afghanistan. And uh, although I knew it was all tottering, but the people's response was amazing. And every shop had cinema, uh, Bombay cinema uh, cassettes and so on. And people uh, you know, were singing Indian songs for me uh, just to show how, how much they th thought of India. If that that time, not now, when the, in 2014, when the American... I had, uh, two plus two, that is finance ministry minister and uh, and defense minister equivalent arrived here um, and was met our two um, uh, musketeers. Uh, they they told them our uh, our uh, philosophy is non-alignment and we don't believe in sending troops out of our country, which is of course rubbish because we have been sending troops in large numbers for the United Nations uh, peacekeeping operations. Uh, and the Americans went back totally offended. You see, even one year ago they said, we will be soon going out. Why don't you slowly come in? You need not more than, you need to only defend Kabul. You don't need to do the whole of, of Afghanistan. But we didn't say, we said, no, we can't do it. And so uh, here was an opportunity when the Americans were really disappointed that we did not assist them in their pullout. So they did ultimately what they did was just ran away from there. In what way would the Americans help you? Just because you say, I want to be with you. No, they, they, no they're Americans. You know the Americans. It's, everything is give and take. Uh, you know, there, there's a bargain to be made. So what are you willing to give? You don't need their troops, of course not. But you need their weapons. Why should they give you their weapons if you're not going to use them? So you have to, therefore, concretely tell the Americans, these are the things we are willing to do. We want to participate in the uh, Pacific also, uh, Indo-Pacific 
which has been renamed from Asian Pacific to Indo-Pacific. We can even bring in the Vietnamese because they are, as far as China is concerned, they are about as anti-Chinese as they come. So uh, this is the time, you see, I, I fully appreciate your research in finding out what the Chinese are up to, where they are going, we, we, and we were, we are not knowing it. But first, make up. Number one, do you want to evict the Chinese out of your country? Let me go a little back. If you have two minutes, I want to yes, do, sir. Please go, ahead, sir. go back for the memory lane. In... Um, uh, after 1978, I gradually began becoming th being thought of as a good friend of China. And Deng Xiaoping actually received me. I was not holding any official position. I was not even the ruling party. I was an opposition party, a member of parliament, of course. But he made an exception, invited me, and then at my request, opened Kailash Mansarova. At that time... They wanted us to work with them to deal with the Soviet Union. And you would be surprised, Mr. Vajpayee and others uh, and the Socialist Party elements of the Janta Party, all dead against Soviet Union, our greatest friend who have always stood by us and so on. So that, uh, that went. Second, we could have grown as fast as the Chinese if I had, we had done what the Chinese had done and would have done it better. What the Chinese did is they took semi-processed goods from uh, East Asia, uh, added value and exported to the West. So what they paid the uh, East Asians was much less than what revenue they got by selling the final product to the Americans and the Europeans. So the entire economic growth of China was based on this one simple thing. Chinese don't have an industrial base, let me tell you, even today. What they had was this semi-processing thing. So, therefore, uh, please tell me, do you think that our government is ready to take arms from the Americans on the pledge that we will evict the Chinese from Ladakh or wherever else they are, they are in India? And that you will not give. The Americans are not going to be with you. They will talk to you about the environment. They will talk to you. They may even hug you and kiss you and all that. But that's about all. They will not be an ally with you against the Americans. So nobody is waiting for you to come and anxiously keeping their doors open. Because most people think we just talk and we don't do anything. So what do you think needs to happen for the Modi government to have a change in its mindset, sir? Well, um, I know what needs to be done, but I can't say it in this program. I think what we need is a new mindset. And uh, either you acquire it or you make way. And the mindset is, I don't care how long it takes, but we are not going to talk to the Chinese we are going to evict them first. And having evicted them... See, the Chinese make an assessment. They made a wrong assessment in 1962, which they told me. They said, 
we were told that if we make a fast attack and uh, defeat the army, uh, India will break into 20 countries. But what we saw was the exact opposite. India became one country. A nationalistic fervor spread uh, in uh, throughout India and people were giving up their gold, gold jewelry and women were giving their necklaces for the defense purposes. So they must have an assessment with India that don't provoke them in such a way that the nationalism of Indians will rise. That is why today when I go on hammering, many of their, uh, the Chinese are uh, extremely unhappy. They write all kinds of abuses on me in their uh, GSTN or whatever that is called, uh, their television station. Because they don't, yeah. want the, they don't want this patriotism to come up in India. Because they know Indians can do anything with patriotism. Indians are the only country where the Mughals, the Muslims invasion uh, petered out. Today, you can't even, uh, you, you can go on hunting the whole of India. You won't find a single descendant of a Mughal. Where is he? Where are the people who came? Is there any British, uh, British left now? So Mughals gone, British gone. This country, when, when it becomes uh, in a patriotic fervor, nobody can defeat it. So they don't want, they want to, whatever the Chinese are doing is wearing you down, weakening you, making you look ridiculous. And where they can poke and acquire some territory, they will acquire. They are not, going, they are not in that sense a regular land war for us. They are, they, they, they are not for a regular land war in that sense. That they advanced armies like you had in World War II. You know, Poland, Czechoslovakia went, then Poland went, then, you know, France went, and then uh, Scandinavian countries went. Not, nothing of that kind. It will be to demolish the Indian uh, reputation as a country which can fight. Uh, Dr. Swami, with your permission, we have about four or five questions for you, sir. Uh, shall we look at them? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm at your service. Yes, sir. First question, please. Nakshatra Roy wants to know, why didn't we occupy the Chumbi Valley before? That would have given us a continuous border between Sikkim and Bhutan. No, Chumbi Valley is in our possession. Who says it's in the Chinese possession? What the Chinese have got is along the Bhutanese border, Skirting the Chumbi Valley. Can you show the? Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Please go ahead, sir. We've got the map. Yeah. Okay. So, you take that V-shaped thing. Don't look at this chicken neck business. Yeah. Bhutan and then the next is Sikkim. Right. All right. That V-shaped small portion, that is Chumbi Valley, not the whole thing. But uh, uh, a, a, a portion where the two then come to meet, that is Chumbi Valley. That is, it's a mountain and it, uh, you go down in it. I've been there. I've gone to uh, Sikkim and then uh, gone to the border. Now, um, there was a time in 1967 when the Chinese tried to take that uh, portion. Uh, and the... Even in 67, our military decided we'll all die, but we will not let the Chinese come. We defeated them. 
this is one and then the other is sumdurung chu valley in arunachal in 87 we did it but we didn't publicize it i asked rajiv gandhi in 1987 you got such a huge victory because in those days i was in the defense committee uh, of parliament and i asked him you are a huge uh, propaganda victory and you decide to suppress the news he said i did because a expectations get out of hand and then they may provoke chinese but the message was sent to them so uh, chumbi valley is say very much with us uh the question basically is it's a valley and we are on the top of the mountains the chinese tried to take the mountains but they failed in 1967 it is with us today so chumbi chumbi valley is not where the chinese are going to come they are going to come on the if you show the map again i'll show you from where they will come yeah go ahead sir the uh, see take the bhutan line all along the bhutan border they will come not the the red line you have drawn here but the red line which should be drawn in as a mirror image here and all along the this is what the bhutanese have done they have surrendered this uh, border to them and they will come down and then they will they will skirt the chumbi valley hmm. next question please Dr Swami before 50s India never shared border with China and never had any border issues what are your views of India solving Tibet issues with China <laughs> they have taken Tibet 1954 we signed a pact with China Jawaharlal Nehru signed it Chowan Lai signed it that Tibet is a part of China not Tibet doesn't is not a suzerainty of China, but sovereignty of China. That was Nehru's, uh, what shall I say, uh, most traitorous thing that he has ever done is that, and he blamed it on the fact that the Chinese don't have a different word for uh, suzerainty and another word, a word for, for sovereignty, sovereignty, which is a lie, because I know Chinese and I have in my book, uh, which I have got the Himalayan challenge, I have. i told you the two different uh, uh, chinese words one is uh, zongli uh, and uh, then a thing is added to it and that makes it a suzerainty so there are two different words and but he told the bluff he bluffed the parliament and said no they see it was a mistake we said suzerainty it was translated into chinese which was the same word as sovereignty and they took it as sovereignty anyway after that we acquiesced in it then came mr vachpai and he went to china he prostrated before them because the chinese were very angry with him after the atom bomb uh, hydrogen bomb was exploded in 1980 uh, 1998 he wrote a secret letter to uh, uh, bill clinton saying that we had to build this because we have a enemy north namely china and we have to be ready to deal with them in the future I mean, he's trying to please the Americans, but you know what Clinton did? He sent a copy of that letter to uh, to China, and China blew that up and they broke every all all connections with India. Of course, they retained the embassy, but not the ambassador. Finally, 
they made Jaswan Singh was the external affairs minister. They allowed him to come and he crawled before them. And then Vajpayee went and they put an agreement before him to sign, which is that Tibet may be partitioned also. That also is uh, within the power, sovereign power of China. This is an agreement signed by 2003. The power of our BJP and RSS is that, you know, they can control the narrative very easily. Nobody talks about this. But please go uh, to uh, Google. What agreement did Vajpayee sign in 2003 with China on Tibet? And you'll get the whole thing. What Nehru didn't do, Vajpayee completed. So now for you to speak about Tibet, where are you going to start? First, please clear, clear out Ladakh before talking about Tibet. Tibet is not uh, any more easy because the whole generations have been brainwashed and sent through schools and so on. And you, uh, I don't know how many of them think that there's any other existence except to be a, a part of China. So uh, let's not think in these terms this is too far ahead. People say, oh, we should side with China, uh, with Taiwan. Tomorrow the Chinese land in, uh, uh, in Taiwan as they did in Hong Kong. Who's going to come to the rescue? There will be a lot of condemnations. But Taiwan will be swallowed by the Chinese. So let us think about our thing. This is, uh, the Ladakh is uh, within our hands. Blist, give a blistering defeat to China on Ladakh, you will be an international hero. This is how we should approach the problem and not in thinking in terms of what, what about this, what about that. Just evict the Chinese from Ladakh and Arunachal. Arunachal is not much to evict. They are in uh, right on the actually on the boundary right now. They have not come in very much. And we can, you know, it's not a big deal uh, to evict them. But this one will be a major thing. Otherwise, what the Chinese are going to do very soon, I predict this, which, uh, which may shock some people, they will take over Siachin, which we fought so hard to get from the Pakistanis. It is the most strategic place. If you have it, you are on top and you see Pakistan below. And the Pakistanis have been itching to get it. And I think the Chinese are going to help them get it if we don't do something about it. Um, Dr. Swami, now might be a good time to explain a little bit about what is happening in Rajori area, which the Indian press and the Indian government does not want to talk much about. It's two, three <laughs> weeks now, 12 yes. Indian soldiers dead. Allegedly, two on the other side dead. We don't know. They are trying to find out the identity of these people. But if somebody can last three, four weeks when India is doing active search and comb operations in that area, that means these are specially trained people, which also underlines that perhaps Pakistan has broken even that stupid ceasefire that India signed. So the other thing that is being uh, speculated is that all this is being done using Chinese weapons. Speculation at this time. Yeah, I, I think the government needs to come out and tell India what is going on. Because they are getting emboldened when India doesn't snap it. Like, you know, you swat a, a mosquito. 
right? You, you, what you said about Siachen might well become a reality, sir. Yes, of course. I'm telling you, they have already. The Chinese will help them on Siachen. That I'm certain of, and that's what they're doing because that's next to Debsang. Yes, see, from Debsang you just move west. You get Siachen. See, there's no buy a point in my. You are asking me to tell you know tell the government to tell the public because the government only listens to what we call as underbugs and the gandubugs. You see, for the most <laughs> illiterate, uh, semi semi educated people who don't know uh, even the geography of India, and uh, it's uh, you know and all they do is abuse whoever uh, says anything which they think is critical of Modi, they will. Uh, abuse you, but they don't have anything in, in there's nothing in their brain. So, how do you commit across the moment you suggest that you're not doing this correct? This ah, he's a Chinese agent. That's all we'll, you'll hear from from the Andhubhaks and the Gandhubhaks. They don't even know what it means to be a Chinese agent, but <laughs> they will they will do that. So, we I don't think we should bother about what. The question is the public needs to be informed. And then they will, because after all, we are still a country which is very difficult to do away with elections because the people have considered this almost as their birthright. And they vote. Today, the voting results show that the public has uh, made up his mind that uh, somewhere we have to tell the BJP uh, things are not going well. So... Uh, I would say the more we publicize this whole programs like yours, uh, then that would be the way by which we can make the government take sit up and take notice. We're trying our best, sir. And uh, we're also bringing in various viewpoints, not just uh, Indian Americans, but Indians, also uh, people from other parts of the world, including yeah, China. You're doing, you're doing very well. We're all and, impressed uh, by you. <laughs> <laughs> Considering that you are what 37, 38 um, patent holder, you are living a flourishing life as a inventor, and all for the sake of India, you gave it all up. We are all impressed with you. Well, if something happens, sir, the thing is like this: there is there is matru janma bhumi and there is karma bhumi, sir. These are like my two eyes. I can't say one eye is better than the other. That's how I look at it. Very simple for me, sir. Yep. No, Next no, question. You are yeah. doing it from a very vantage point and you must continue doing it. There's no reason. We don't want you in India. We have lots of people in this country. We are not shortage of human beings. So what you're doing in America is something nobody else can duplicate. Thank you, sir. Next question, please. Kiran Prabhu wants to know, Dr. Swami, you've seen that dinocratic <laughs> INC from close. <laughs> Do you think there is even a gram of wisdom or learning they have taken from what happened in 1962? Not at all. Uh, they are all semi-literates in authority. Though whoever is in there in the leadership, they've either not passed any exam or they went to some uh, coaching school, uh, co coaching class uh, uh, to learn perhaps English if, you, if they were not English-speaking. Uh, and they don't know anything about history. There, there's hardly anything they write. They have not written a book in their life. Uh, so how do you expect this dinocratic INC 
to uh, to get even a gram of wisdom how do you penetrate that uh, uh, that barrier that is there because you see uh, wisdom has to have a a, a, a lingo or a, a medium of communication and that the higher and more sophisticated the wisdom the higher and the more sophisticated must your language uh, you must be able to tell the difference between similes and antonyms and so on uh, so when you have been brought up essentially because your blood your family uh, entitles you to rule this country then there will never be any desire to learn and therefore there is no possibility of our teaching them anything just the best thing is to defeat them that's all next question please sachin sharma wants to know would it be better if we irk china with busting the myth on one china policy <laughs> how will you bust the myth of one china policy i mean do you mean you're going to defend uh, taiwan you first defend the, the ladakh <laughs> show that you can recover the land you lost in aksai chin you know then think in terms of going all the way to uh to taiwan and uh, taiwan wants the americans they don't want anybody else yes they would like uh, for the sake of uh, of being uh, you know recognized they want india to re diplomatically recognize them you can't recognize taiwan without uh, losing your recognition of uh, china people's republic of china so i think you know don't think in these terms just think of one way is what arjuna you know when arjuna was being given an examination by dronacharya on archery he said uh, aim at that bird and, and prepare to kill it so he uh, arjuna uh, pulled up his arrow and he he uh, you know trained his eyes on the bird and then arjuna uh, drona asked him what do you see he says i see the iris of the eye of the bird and nothing else then drona said you are qualified and he passed he passed his exam uh, he, he, others said no no i see the fur i see his her her beak and i see all that he say he failed them all so you focus today china has taken uh, a area which was mutually agreed was indian area the line of control was drawn mutually accepted by china and india in 1993 and later on 1996 the military part was in 1996 and it was also said that if we wanted to rectify anything we will talk we will not use military action that's also part of the treaty in 1996 so they have violated that clear them out from ladakh and i can tell you that itself is enough for you to be regarded as an equal of china and then you can think in terms of other things you can want to uh think of taiwan you want to think of hong kong and all you can think of it then today it is idle to think in terms of what we can do in hong kong what we can do in Thai, tibet what we can do in 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 taiwan so the this is this lack of focus will defeat us from doing anything um 
Next question from Mandar Karnik. Why does India lack clarity on choosing of allies? What is the establishment afraid of? Because we have been taught to look for atmospherics. You see the entire visit of Mr. Modi, it is he embracing one person after another. And how he was received and how he was you know, welcomed. Most of the narrative you see is only that. What is it that he contributed to the uh, climate uh, uh, you know, discussion? Is there any amendment he has brought? No. Is there any new concept he has given? Even the commitment to which everyone else made of 2050 as the drawing line, you know, the cutoff point, he said he couldn't do it. He, he could perhaps, if forced, uh, think of 2070. So I think uh, uh, what we need to do is focus. We should have told, uh, you know, send a junior person. You know, the Xi Jinping and Putin did not go to the conference. They said, we'll do it by by uh, 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 by online methods. Of course, if you want to embrace somebody, then you can't do it by only, uh, online uh, uh, participation. But we should not have gone. We got a problem in this country the, that is uh, with China, and we should be preparing to evict them. Whereas China is preparing to go and take even bigger chunks of India uh, at the first opportunity. They have a problem, China, and that is they have uh, agreed to hold the Winter Olympics in January and February. So I wouldn't be surprised that they don't want that to be cluttered up with a war with India. So they, you may not have a war imminently, but certainly March, April, May, these three months, you are going to see full-fledged war by India, by China against India. Sam Locke wants to know, is China doing this because of lack of religion? <laughs> no, it's uh, the leadership uh, is uh, all communists. And yes, they don't have any religion. But uh, my, my own visits to China, I've been to China in the last uh, 20 years, or 25 years, I've been about 16 times. And I'm telling you, the ordinary people still are very much uh, Buddhists in uh, approaches. They recognize India was the father of Buddhism and that Buddhism came to China from India. Deep respect for India at the ordinary level. But as communists, they are cold-blooded and they have got a one-track mind that China should now be equal to United States, if not more strong than United States. Or at least in the short run, they may be equal, but their long term is to be the world's number one, the middle kingdom of the world. Uh, as they say in Chinese. So uh, their, their mind at that level works. But the general public is family minded, very cultured, very nice people, remember friends for a long time. They are totally different. So the communist leadership, which is the one that is so, uh, you know, lacking in human, uh, the human touch. Next question. Rohit Ketkar wants to know, can we take over Rangpur and Chittagong division, Bangladesh to secure Northeast in case of a war? 
eventually bangladesh will turn towards china well these are all uh, predictive things that uh, bangladesh will turn towards china i don't think so that as long as uh, this lady um, uh, hasina is uh, prime minister i can tell you uh, she is a very very strong nationalist and uh, she may be a little difficult great difficulty in dealing with with the extreme, um, um, muslim militants who are anyway against women in positions of power and uh, so she may be having difficulty on managing them but in terms of uh, leaning towards any country she'll try to keep good friends with them but she's not going to be for anybody number one she will not turn to china just like i had predicted about uh, rajapaksha and he's exactly proved it now he has gone out of his way to befriend india we are of course still misbehaving with him with the bureaucrats you know trying to dictate uh, how the uh, past loans uh, have to be rescheduled in what form and so on but he has come to the conclusion that he can't be uh, tilting towards china at all because we then we the chinese once they come then they go on expanding like they've done with russia they gave them loans when the chinese when the americans put uh, sanctions against russia the russians uh, didn't have money chinese gave them money now they have become junior partners uh of 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 china they they'll never do anything against china now so no use thinking of russia as an independent country anymore they are basically junior partners of china so let's not go widen the thing i am saying to you today put all your energy to only one thing removing china from ladakh because your your moral uh, arguments are the strongest there this is an area which was mutually agreed as indian territory and china has violated a mutually agreed agreed treaty of 1993 and 1996 and therefore our military action has full moral authority and we can succeed in evicting china if we decide to do it and we have all the weapons ask the americans for those weapons which you think will be useful for you in fighting china and ladakh clear ladakh and of course uh, arunachal is not difficult to clear clear um, uh, arunachal and then you see the the whole world will sit up and take notice of you as the only country which can fight china um dr swami every session uh, every ask swami session with p gurus brings up some new undisclosed uh nuggets uh, that happened in the last 20 30 years of india's history and today's was no exception thank you very much sir and once again viewers a uh, happy deepavali to all of you stay safe responsibly crack bus burst crackers and dr swami thank you once again sir looking forward to talking to you again in two weeks time namaskar jai shri ram jai shri ram sir